Why do doctors fall for some of the dumbest fads, health, biohacking, longevity stuff there is in the world? So how many times have you seen a doctor recommend to a patient, well, hey, you need to lose weight. How about you eat only cabbage for three months? Or, you know, they recommend for you, don't ever eat after 7 p.m. Or put some butter in your coffee. That'll give you some energy. Or swing this glass wand in your uh, water because somehow that will make your water magical or just silly stuff like, you know, uh, cholesterol is not that bad for you. You know, look at this one study or look at this saturated fat study. So unfortunately, um, doctors are not, uh, let's see a good way to put it. Doctors are not like the world's authority on everything. Yes, they are super smart. And yes, they finished medical school. No question about that. Um, but just like all the rest of us, so here's the thing, doctors, when they go to med school, they don't have time for all the other stuff. Like a urologist spends, uh, I don't know, five years becoming a urologist, a same thing with a gynecologist, maybe four years and a neurosurgeon, like a brain surgeon, they spend seven years learning how to do brain surgery. And that is good. They don't have time to become a nutritional scientist or a nutritional PhD or a fitness trainer or an expert on red light therapy. Like I literally had a patient tell me one time my, I was having trouble with fertility. So a doctor told me to put red light on my scrotum, on my testicles, on my balls. Basically to put some red light on your balls, like shine some red infrared lights on your balls. Like what, how do doctors come up with this stuff? Um, and you know, and then you have the, the whole, well, put a stick of uh, butter in your coffee. That that helps with something. Like, no, it doesn't. You're adding saturated fat to your diet for no reason. It doesn't help the coffee really either. So why do otherwise smart people fall for stupid things? Like, I can't tell you. Patients come to me, and when I help them lose weight or start an exercise program or lifestyle changes, I can't tell you how many crazy things I've heard my patients say to me that their previous doctor told them. And I'm not holding this against doctors. Um, please don't get me wrong. I'm not making fun of you. And I don't think you're horrible people. I just think you're not that informed. But then you have some of these doctors that go so crazy out on social media. They have like hundreds of thousands of followers on social media selling this, this insanity. They get a little traction. They see dollar signs and they start selling supplements of their favorite butter coffee or their favorite, I don't know coffee beans and wands that make your water do whatever and like all kinds of crazy stuff because at the end of the day they're also trying to make a buck because corporate medicine corporate life working the nine to five is hard you've got people who have no idea what what medicine is telling you how to do medicine and it's not easy um so there's a lot of pressure there and it's it's corporatized medicine is becoming a problem um, but there's a few reasons why otherwise smart people fall for this. So number one is something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Now, this is something where someone discovers this one thing. Like there's lots of doctors out there. You find them on social media all the time who finally figured out a way to lose weight. They did keto. They did carnivore. They ate only meat and protein. They uh, did intermittent fasting. They eliminated carbs. They did whatever the heck it is. They found a way to lose weight. And now they think they're like the world's authority on weight loss because they lost a hundred pounds eating keto. Like you went to medical school and residency for 10, 15 years. And this is what you come up with. Like 
just eat chicken breast for the rest of your life or just eat broccoli for the rest of your life or only eat from 4 p.m. to 6.42 p.m.? Like, come on, people. This is nonsense. But that's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. When someone discovers that one thing or they read that one book or they read that one study and it's they, they think that this is the way to do it because they just don't know enough about the topic. There There's these... There's a cardiothoracic surgeon that does this. There's an obstetrics gynecologist, you know, person that does this. There's there's specialists in every field who now think they are experts because they read that one study and it kind of worked for them. Or they read that one book and it worked for them. Patients do this all the time too. My friends do this. Lots of people fall for this. Otherwise, brilliant, smart people fall for these silly things because of the Dunning-Kruger effect. Another reason is that they overvalue their personal experience. Well, it worked for me. You know, in, in science, we laugh at that because we call that an N, the letter N, small N of one. The N is the sample size. In, in research studies, when you have an N of 2 million, 2.2 million, that's a huge sample size. When you have an N of one, literally that person that tried it, that single one human tried it. So if I told you that my way of losing weight or, or you know, getting healthier, seeing better is... I wake up at 2 a.m., drink a freshly squeezed lemon with some mint in it and throw some ginger on my bread and eat it with some butter. I did this for a year and my vision got better and I lost three pounds. Like, would you think that that is how everyone on earth should lose weight? No, but they get a book deal because they have an MD at the end of their name and they go on a tour and start speaking. And again, they start making money not doing medicine. And that is the problem with corporatized medicine. It pushes people a little bit into these fringes and weirdness. And then they get their own supplement line and they get their own this and their own that. Like Dr. Gundry is one of these people. Ovadia is starting to do this. Um, all, all these guys. I mean, you can find them online. Super easy to, to look these people up. Um, the other thing, another reason why otherwise smart people fall for this is storytelling. Um, they start they, they they become really good at storytelling or they hear someone else tell a really good story like you know i was doing this fasting thing and man it changed my life i got so much energy i got no carbs i got no food in me for eight hours or 18 hours or whatever it is and then i just feel uh, so good and it works um that is another thing you know, just the, the story around it the, the person's story um another reason otherwise smart people fall for this is because they want a sense of belonging who doesn't want to belong to a club or a private group or something? You got the carnivore crowd on, on Twitter and the keto crowd. And, you know, I'm a keto doctor and I'm a keto cardiologist or a low carb doctor or whatever it is. Like, you know, they got these conferences that they do over here. We're going to go to a low carb USA this year. We're going to go to keto Canada. Like, you know, they, they belong to this group and they mesh. One thing I will note is a lot of these doctors that claim to be carnivore or keto when you actually talk to them or listen to some of their interviews they don't actually do that every day um there's a few of them that admitted it admitted in interviews that you know i take two days off a week i can't eat like this forever it's just crazy two days a week i just go all out and just eat whatever the hell i want so you got to be careful in, in what the messaging they're saying is versus what they're actually doing you know a lot of this stuff is just absolute nonsense and people should not do it um but unfortunately you know it's hard to tell because they all they talk about is I only ate the burger patties and I ate the bacon without the bread, you know, and they all do this kind of stuff. So definitely uh, 
you know, just be wary. These people have an agenda. They're trying to sell you something. Usually they're, you know, they belong to a group and that's why they kind of fall for this stuff. Another reason is, um, the, the beliefs that they change is not based on evidence. Sure. You can find a study that says keto helped their Atkins diet helped their sugar busters helped. You can find studies here and there that show that. And it does help their actual real studies that are accurate. If you lose weight, your cholesterol numbers will improve literally, even if you're just eating turkey bacon or cabbage or not eating for eight hours or whatever it is you're doing. If your weight comes down and I talk about this in my actual weight loss book all the time. We talk about this in my community. I talk about this literally at every medical conference I've been to and I show the studies. You can go to YouTube and watch my two to three hour lectures on medical weight loss. When you lose weight, regardless of how you lose it, what diet you're doing, what macronutrients you emphasize, if you are losing weight for the vast majority of people, their cholesterol numbers go down, their inflammatory numbers go down. Everything we can objectively measure does improve. Another reason that doctors fall for this stuff is they overestimate their own knowledge. They they think they're smarter than everyone else, obviously, because they went to med school, became a doctor, whatever. So they have this higher perceived self-intelligence. They think they're smarter than everyone else, really. And they um, want to, and they think that this is true. Well, I, I'm smart. I evaluated the studies. I looked at the research. I read this book, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm super smart. This is how it is. This must be accurate. This must be true. So that's kind of um, the problem. When you talk to actual real subject matter experts, like if you look at the Dunning-Kruger uh, uh, effect, when you don't know a lot about a topic, you have no confidence. But you read that one study, you read that one book, and suddenly you know something about the topic, you think you do at least, and your confidence goes up, and you have a little bit of competence. You are smarter on that topic. As you learn more and more about that topic, you realize, holy smokes, I don't really know anything. So your confidence goes way down. Um, and then later, as you learn more and more, and this may take years, as you become better and better, like me, myself, personally, I experienced this myself. I thought I was on top of the world in 1999 when the Atkins diet came out. And then it was South Beach and it was written by a cardiologist. And then I thought I was on top of the world again. Then Sugar Busters, then this and that. The other thing, you know, these are all super old diets. But when you're in this cycle of the Dunning-Kruger effect, you don't know any better. And you just think that you know it all because you're smart. I knew I was smart even before med school. I knew I was smart like in high school and college. I was smart. I didn't barely had to study and I got good grades. So I thought that I knew uh, the latest and greatest and I was good enough to evaluate this stuff. And I thought I was smart than everyone else. You have too much confidence. As you go along in the Dunning-Kruger, um, using that example, finally, after 20 years, when you become a subject matter expert, you actually realize that you don't know that much or you start to know what you don't know. You know what you know. And more importantly, you know what you don't know, which is even more important uh, many times. So that is uh, super important as well with the with the uh, confidence versus competence in how much you actually know. The problem when doctors do this stuff is that they sound like authority figures and they're doing a disservice to the public. Like I've seen a lot of doctors out there that are like, all you got to do is go to Burger King, order a double cheeseburger, no bread or a Big Mac, double Big Mac, whatever they're called over there. Double Big Mac and no bread and or a triple, triple this, triple that at Burger King, whatever. No bread, eat just the meat. And now you just ate a whopping amount of saturated fat and you're clogging up your arteries. This is dangerous. People need to understand that this is not 
how it should be. And the problem is you're an authority figure because you have the word doctor in front of your name. Or you have some letters like registered dietitian or, or whatever at the end of your name and you are giving people advice that will absolutely, over a long enough time horizon, kill them. I was saying my uh, TikToks and some of my comments, this will kill you faster. A lot of people will comment something like, you don't know what you're talking about, Doc. You're, 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 you don't know. You need to do some more research. You know, you need to eat more cheeseburgers with butter. And I just write, that will kill you faster. Um, you know, I, I don't uh, mean it in an evil way, but I'm just saying if you actually did that, your chance of dying um, is a lot higher. A lot of times it's the story that you tell yourself. Like you read this book or you get involved in this keto community. The story lives in your head where... Uh, and I talk about this a lot in my mindset course. If you want my mindset course, click on my links below or go to drallo.net slash mindset. But it's a free course. It's like a 27-minute uh, intro into the correct mindset uh, around weight loss. Everybody loves that. I had no idea that people were that into mindset. But when I made this mindset course, everybody just absolutely loved it and jumped on it. And they told me they need more. So I had to you know, turn it into a, a full-length you know, free course. But the story that you tell yourself about this whole thing like you know you did this keto thing and you belong to the keto crowd and all this stuff and then you actually read the studies and you're like oh my god this is actual garbage this is not how it works this is use and i'm not saying that keto is completely useless i'm just using that as an example the story that you're telling yourself the story that lives in your head like if what i just said right now that keto is garbage made you feel bad and you got defensive that's because of the story in your head that it's amazing and it did this great thing and all this amazing stuff so that's kind of uh, the problem, um, with, with the story. The other thing is like when somebody is a true subject matter expert, they speak with nuance, like somebody like Lane Norton, right? Dr. Lane Norton, PhD in nutritional sciences. When you ask him a question, he doesn't just say yes or no. Like if you say, uh, Hey Lane, you know, I was thinking of starting this new diet. Do you think low carb is a good idea? He's not going to be like, well, yeah, sure. You should, you can do that. No. If he has the time, assuming it's not just a quick question at, after the end of a, a speech or something, but if he has the time, uh, he would be like, well, it kind of depends. Like, what have you tried in the past? Where are you going with this? Do you actually like carbs? Do you not like carbs? Where are you coming from? What's your actual weight? What's your goal? What happens when you eat this or that? Similar to me in cardiology. When somebody comes to me, like on social media, somebody asks me a question like, what should, I, what should my LDL cholesterol be? I'm like, I don't know. First of all, who are you and how on earth would I know anything about you? And there's a lot of nuance. Like if you are uh, 22 years old, it's different than you were 82 years old. If you're 15 years old, it's different. If you're a diabetic and a smoker and all this other stuff, there's a huge difference. So the nuance matters. Um, and, and an expert, a true subject matter expert speaks with nuance and doesn't have like a quick answer uh, for everything. So that's why really smart people sometimes believe dumb things. A lot of times they just don't know enough, but they discovered this new little shiny object, like, oh my God, I did this thing and I lost 100 pounds. Um, shiny object syndrome, they jump from one shiny thing to the next. Or the Dunning-Kruger effect where they just, you know, learn this thing and think they're brilliant. They think they're smarter than everyone else, or they think they know what they're doing. But either way, those are kind of my thoughts. Um, I will tell you guys that we have hit the 2000 download mark already uh, on the podcast. So thank you all very much. We have over 
40 or 50 uh, uh, reviews now. So that's kind of cool. My football team made it to the championship and we did not win, but we scored points against a team that has never been scored on. They were stacked. There was nothing, no amount of amazing coaching was going to help us. Um, But those are kind of my thoughts. Um, Please leave me some awesome reviews. I love you all. And we'll keep this podcast going. Peace.